Hi, welcome to the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki and I am so excited to talk about one of my favorite topics, although I have a lot of favorite topics, and that's writing and getting teens interested in writing. So, you know, a lot of teens have had either not much experience or negative or overwhelming experiences with writing. So by the time they get to high school, they are just like writing. Oh my goodness. You know, so they are not interested in it. So how about if we can reconstruct writing for our high schoolers, um, especially for those who have had those negative experiences or are really in, in experienced in writing? How about we kind of reconstruct things for them so that they can learn to write and communicate through writing in a way that they actually feel successful and might even enjoy and have fun. Wouldn't that be cool? Like what if your teen graduates high school and feels confident in their abilities? And that wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Okay. All right. So today we're talking about how to help teens be interested in writing. So the first thing, just like we always say, is there's not one right way to homeschool high school, and there's not one right way to get writing done. Uh, but if we want to reconstruct writing and get teens interested, here's some ideas that could help. Number one, the first thing is, how about starting with a growth mindset? You know, teens, a lot of times who come in with the self-doubt or a negative experience, say, writing's dumb, or I'm dumb, or I can't write. And so they, they have a block already <clears throat> on having their writing be successful. And that's, that's, you know, can't go much further from that. So a growth mindset gives them, in, instead of saying, I'm bad at writing, or I hate writing, they learn to say, I'm not a great writer yet, but I'm learning. I'm learning to be a good writer. I'm not there yet, but I'm learning. That word yet, or but I'm going to get there. It, it sounds cheesy, but really, really, really try it out on yourself. So think of something that, that you're just not very good at, like me organizing my kitchen shelves. That is not something that I am naturally good at. But if I made it a priority, I would say, hey, this is not my natural thing. I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there because I'm making it a priority. So that just the change of the shutdown, I can't do this or I'm bad at this too. I'm not there yet, but I'm going to get there. So that yet yeah, and that but I'm going to, what that does is it gives teens confidence. It rewires their brain away from shutdown to possibility. It goes from shutdown to the front part of the brain, which is the future orientation and the can do and the logic. Uh, so really just a few words changing can help them. So teens, you have to teach them that growth mindset. It, you know, they 
a lot of times by adolescence, they are really doubting themselves. So you can model that for them, you know, show them times where you're not great at something, but you're going to get there. You're not there yet, but you're going to get there. Say it for them, you know, work it out with them, you know, something that you are working on and then help them practice that in their writing. And I tell you, it will really help. So start with a growth mindset. All right, then the next one may be hard for us moms, but it's not hard for the teens. So the next step is to take a giant step back. So really, 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 like we think sometimes like high school writing should be like serious, you know, we've got to be prepared for college. And you know what, if they hate writing all through high school, they're going to struggle in college, or maybe they're not even going to go to college. Like if we go back and reconstruct writing for them right now, then they can grow through the rest of high school. And if they need high powered writing, they can work on that in their, their last parts of high school. But to take a little while where they are right now and reconstruct by stepping back. And what I mean by that is making assignments short. So rather than give them you know, like a, a, an inexperienced writer, a 10 page research paper and say, all right, kid, go for it. And let's, let's follow APA style, you know, down to the letter, you know, that, that kid's going to be overwhelmed. All right. So we want to pull things back and want to make assignments short and we want to make them simple. So give them materials to work with that go little itsy bitsy bites so that they're doing, you know, like in psychology, we call it successive approximations. You take baby steps, one step, and then the next step, and then the next step, and then the next step, and one step builds on another. And before you know it, they're capable of doing so much more and believe that they are. So you make assignments short and you make them simple. And as often as possible, you make them interesting or even fun, if you can do that. So really, 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 it, it may sound counterproductive if you want a high powered writer, but if you pull it back and let them reconstruct how they interact with writing and how they believe writing is, then they can build on that and they will go so much more quickly and successfully into the more detailed stuff. So let me give you an example. So a lot of times, you know, teens need to write poetry in high school. It's, it's part of the high school experience in our opinion. And, uh, and so teens think about poetry and they go like, poetry's weird. How do you do that? That's, that's, that's hard, it's no fun. And so in order to get teens buy-in, what we did in the Seven Sisters Homeschool Poetry Curriculum, our very, very first curriculum, uh, for the, the introductory level, the ninth graders or the eighth graders, if they want to do that, um, is we start them out with a couplet, a two-line poem, not kidding. And we do that in little, like little tiny chunks so they can work for, you know, five to 15 minutes a day for the first week or so. And you know what, by the end of that process, just that, that couplet experience, what teens find out is this is not hard. They can do it. And it's kind of silly and fun because anything that's got a little bit of silly angle, 
um, generally gets teens giggling or finding the humor in things. And then their brains are open to doing more. And then we start building on that couplet until, you know, they're doing nice high powered poetry by the time they graduate. So one of my favorite stories is when I was teaching group classes for our homeschool community some years back. And I had a young man in the class who had never done really any writing. So he was ninth or 10th grade. And his goal was to be a firefighter. And he was going to be a great firefighter. He was already volunteering at the local um, firefighter um, community and had already done training. I mean, he was, he was ready to do that. But he still had to graduate high school and do all the things in that area. So when we got to the writing part of, of the, the literature and writing class, um, you know, we started out with poetry and he says, oh, I can't do that. And so we started with our couplet assignment. Do you know, by the end of the, the, that unit, that young man believed he could write poetry and that then generalized to, he believed that he could write his research paper and he could write essays and he could even write short stories. So his ability to then go on into the next part of his life and write essays where he has to write essays. Um, you know, there are times where he has to express himself. He's got the skills and the confidence to do it. So it was so fun to see the light come on in this young man's eyes and know that he could do that. You know, some teens, though, as we're pulling things back, you know, that first step is pulling it back. Some teens with special needs or really tough blockages, like they just have such um, doubt in themselves. Uh, we want to even make this, the early steps easier. And so do not feel bad if you want to get them started with dictation abilities, you know, like have them dictate what they want to write to you or even easier use the uh, tools like dragon dictation. I mean, you know, voice to text, like whatever they can use to speak it and then that translate it to writing. And then they can, once it's in writing, they can do a little formatting and start to feel empowered. But really, 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 it is, it is just a marvelous thing to be able to use a dictation tool if you need it. All right, so another fun way, if you're just doing, getting kids loosen up, you know, believing in themselves that they can do it, uh, write together, create a progressive story. Have you ever done that? Where you're sitting around with a group of kids or you got the family in the car and you go like, yay, we're gonna do a progressive story. And one person starts with a sentence like, once upon a time, there was a girl named Sally and she lived in the woods. And then you stop after that sentence. And then the person next to you goes like, hmm, well, Sally went for a picnic one day and all of a sudden a big bear came up. And then the next person adds to it. And the bear wanted her picnic and Sally was terrified. And then the last sentence, you know, last person in the car goes. And so Sally tickled the bear and he laughed and ran away. And that was the end of that story. Like progressive stories are silly and nonsense, but what it gets teens doing is to thinking in their creative part of their brain. And it's actually a problem solving part of the brain too. Like, what do I do with the, the next things? So, all right. So those are ways to step back and just get teens 
eased into the writing process. All right, so they, they start out with a little bit of poetry. And then once you've got a little confidence with that, you can give them an essay. And sometimes teens go like, oh, this is terrible. This is boring. This is it's so long. It's really hard. And you tell them, okay, let's start with a simple five paragraph essay. Everybody needs to learn to do one of those things. It's just a thing. But a paragraph is just three sentences long. So five paragraphs times three sentences is just 15 sentences, 15 sentences. We can do that. We'll use the dragon dictation if we need to. We can do that. And then we have teens when we're doing this is we, we tell them, hey, let's use seven sisters homeschools essay curriculum. And we'll start them at, with the introductory level where they are just doing some really basic things and some very fun topics. Because sometimes if you have a topic that interests you, it's much easier to put your opinion down on paper. So, you know, then they can do an essay. Then, they, they, you know, when they, they look and say, I even did an essay. Essays are serious, man. And look what I did. I did an essay. I, I could do poetry so I can be creative. I can make things happen. I can do these essays. I want to try research paper. Oh, I don't know how to do a research paper. So our most reluctant and self-doubting teens is Seven Sisters has a freebie, no kidding, a freebie to, to help you help them write a basic book report, just step by step, you know, like to do a report. Do you remember doing those things when you were like in fourth or fifth grade when you were a kid? Well, you know, a lot of kids have not had that experience in general curricula. And so this helps them do that and to be successful, you know, so a quick, easy report on something that's interesting to them. And then they can build off of that later on for a real research paper in, a, in one of the formats, MLA or APA or even Chicago. So wouldn't that be fun? And then they can finish their year with a short story. And teens by then usually, usually will think, you know what, I think I can do this thing if you show me how to do really easy. And so what we recommend for teens is to start with a family story. You know, most families have a story like, do you remember the time Aunt Sally did so-and-so, you know, or grandma did so-and-so. So usually there's a family story here. Do you remember when you were five years old, how you did what's it? And so those, those are stories. And if you get an, an easy step-by-step, -step, easy to write curriculum, like Seven Sisters Homeschool introductory family narrative curriculum, um, it will ease teens through that process in a fun and silly way. Like they start writing the story in tweets. And uh, so, so that, you know, teens, usually find that so silly and so fun and they can easily turn that into a story. And so if you give them an easy curriculum that's in little bites, they can get through then stories. So if they take a step back, do things simple and easy and keep working on that growth mindset, by the end of a school year, they will have produced things that they can put in their portfolio, but not only that, will have reconstructed their confidence and given them tools for what they, they need for going on and doing the more serious stuff. I mean, isn't that cool? <laughs> it's like cool, like teens can do it. I have seen over and over in my years, you know, teaching in the, the co-ops in our local umbrella school, 
our kids who were struggling or uninterested or defeated writers by stepping back like that and teaching that growth mindset, those kids became writers. They knew they could do it. It didn't mean that they needed to do that as a profession, but they, they had the tools to do whatever they needed to do in their, their rest of high school and in their adulting. Isn't that cool? I think it's cool. So anyway, that, in my opinion, is how you get a reluctant writer or an inexperienced writer ready to write bigger things by starting simple and learning that growth mindset. Hey, if you've got other ideas, can you share it with us on the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group or in the comments here at, um, at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and on sevensistershomeschool.com's websites. So we love to hear from our seventh siblings out there. You know, what are the cool things you guys are learning? All right. Well, that is that for this week. Please, if you get a chance, go to wherever you get your podcast and leave us some stars in a review because that helps other people find us. And thank you to our editor, Seth Tillman, and we will see you guys next week. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. See you next week.